0: Max of Tangent. I am Adam, joined by Annie. Hello. Hello. We have another interview today. This is Rebecca Love on the podcast. Rebecca Love uh, is the host of a podcast called uh, Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love. She's also known as the Skinamax Bee Queen of Late Night.
1: Ooh, so sounds
0: fancy. If you know what Skinamax is, that is Cinemax After Hours, in which they show adult movies of sorts. So she ha- she's an adult. She's an adult industry, uh, it, which has a lot of different facets, it turns out. Uh, I found Rebecca. Uh, give you a little behind the scenes. Uh, some, the, some of the guests that I find is through a website for people that are qualified to be guests on podcasts and are willing to be guests on podcasts. So I ran across her name, found out she does podcasting and also adult film. I'm like, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> so I started researching. I did a lot of research. I, I listened to way too many podcasts. It's
1: <laughs> that stupid completionist part of you it's just it's ridiculous to me i don't get it yeah me i want to hear the most recent things This is not right but you i don't understand why you started the beginning
0: of everything yeah and and we talked about it on the podcast even that my intention was to just kind of skim through and find a couple here and there and to get a feel for it but the podcast was so enjoyable that i ended up having to listen to a lot more than i actually needed to uh, and that's the, the mark
1: of a great podcast,
0: though, right? Yeah, I I think so. I and like I, said, I mentioned in the podcast as well, the, the what you're going to hear right now, that it's it's just it's content, it's material that I'm not used to listening to. It's not your average podcast. The, what
1: the opinion of a female?
0: <laughs> oh wow! How just, dare you? <laughs> no, just the all the adult talk. She yeah. she gets very mm-hmm. detailed with a, a lot of the. Uh, adult industry and the stuff that she does in the adult industry, and it, it was fascinating to hear the other side of things uh, from the non-consumer standpoint, uh, <laughs> which, which I am. Uh, and so from
1: the business side of the industry.
0: Yeah, because the, 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 the show is, is not just for the fans of Rebecca Love. It's also for other people that are in the industry to educate them on how to do things better in the industry. And it's, it, it's fantastic. I, I, love, I love the little peek behind the curtain, any chance I can get. I love all the behind-the-scenes sh- shots for any show or movie. And this, to me, was very much behind-the-scenes th- uh, shot at uh, not only podcasting, but the adult world.
1: Which is probably, and I don't say probably, I mean it is an industry that most people don't even think to look Behind the scenes, like they, most people don't even realize how much of a business it is, and how much of a business acumen you actually need to be successful in that industry. So it's, I'm quite excited to listen to it.
0: Yeah, and I think there's a a general negative connotation to things of that nature. That oh, you do porn, or oh, you you do webcams. Like oh, it's you're you're a different kind of person than than me. Uh, But through the podcast and through the conversation I had with Rebecca, it, it, it was it was it was such a breath of fresh air. And I even mentioned it. Like this is it. it it's very humanizing, and I, I love the fact that she makes it normal because it should be normal. The, the way that she talks about it, it should be more normal for a lot of people. And I think the stigma, uh, it's it's on its way out, but it's not, we're we're not, we're not there yet uh, at all. This this was uh, it was a little tough for me because I do I, I'm a little bit more reserved in uh, what. <laughs> When it when it, come, you know. when it comes to talking about uh, sex stuff, generally speaking, I'm I'm much more reserved. Uh, it's, it's something that's uncomfortable to talk about for me sometimes.
1: Oh, that's what my what yeah. you know it's, was about. <laughs> yeah, that's. I guess I should have waited till the end of your statement.
0: Yeah, it's it's more to me. It's more of a conversation that's behind closed doors, and even then, it's sometimes a little awkward. But, what? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was nice to have a very candid conversation about a lot of things. Uh, I, I felt. I was able to be more open than I probably would have been, Uh, and and it's because listening to to her for the past couple of weeks, all the podcasts, and hearing her in my head constantly, it it became more familiar, where it it wasn't just a, hey, I'm talking to a porn star, (laughs) I'm talking to Rebecca Love.
1: You're talking to a businesswoman in the porn industry.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, And yeah, so she does uh, does webcam stuff, she does uh, phone calls. Uh, she, uh movies not so much as as much as she used to in, in the past uh she was with all the the big ones the 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 vivid the um all all the the, the big stuff playboy and now she 's not with uh, Skinemax, uh cinemax Uh, and but then also doing her own thing on the side which is the podcast which is also she taught me about discord which is which is pretty cool discord is a, is a chat app that people use for when they're playing video games but she's taking it and she's using using it for interactions with her fans which is fantastic
1: wait so video games don't all have like their own the their own proprietary communication program or whatever for each individual game or something? yeah some
0: do but the discord is much more of a community development thing so whether or not you're chatting in game you can still keep people up to date with things it's it's quite fascinating. It's I
1: thought I'd learned so much about video gaming from you, <laughs> and really yeah. I have so much more to learn. Oh,
0: and speaking of which, she also does Twitch. Uh, she she does live streaming when she plays video games on Twitch, and is interacting with her community there as well. It's just, oh, so
1: she's also a gamer. She's,
0: she's she's doing everything. She she's found a way to take everything that she do, does enjoy and make a business out of it, and. From what I can tell, is doing pretty well. <laughs>
1: if you do a second interview with her, I definitely want to be in for just like five minutes. Just so I can say I talked to her and quote-unquote met, yeah. met her.
0: And she, and she was a delight. We, we had a very nice conversation. And after the, we stopped recording, we, we talked for another 20 minutes after that just about the uh, behind-the-scenes podcasting th- stuff and tra- just like strategies and whatnot. It was, it was nice to kind of geek out about that with a fellow content creator and how they, how, how they do their thing. Yeah, And, and she, was, she was great. She was she was fun. It was a lot of good times. Uh, anyway, so the, the podcast she does, like I said, it was uh, Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love. It's part of the adult film star network that she has with one of her friends, Jocelyn Stone, which may or may not be on the podcast later on down the line. That She's also very entertaining. Her co-host on the podcast and also seems like a lot of fun. So her
1: co- po- co-host on Talking Dirty. Right. Okay. She,
0: uh, the co-host also has her own show, oh. which Rebecca Love is a co-host on. Uh, but. The show that Jocelyn does is more um, in the world of fetish.
1: So Rebecca Love (laughs) is host and Jocelyn is co-host and vice versa for then
0: Jocelyn's show. Okay. Think about it this way. It'd be like um, the Rat Pack Productions. I host the Random Acts and then Hollywood does spoilers or used to do spoilers. But Hollywood would also come on my show. I'd go on his show. Okay. It's that kind of situation. Gotcha. So
1: one kind of runs it, but the other is there
0: exactly for right yeah Re- any kind
1: of sport needed. Rebecca and, does everything yeah.
0: with the tech stuff with the website with the podcast she shes she is she's the atom of the adult star <laughs> network adult <laughs> film star network, but she's the atom of that uh she's better than I am at it, obviously she's got a much bigger following than I do uh, and, uh I think a much more dedicated fan base than mine
1: for sure <laughs> so <laughs> but,
0: yeah. Anyway.
1: I had jokes, but yeah. none of them quite came into a full-form joke, so I'll let you know later when yeah. I
0: come up with a really good one. But we, we talked about a lot of things. We talked about the, uh, the how she got started in the industry and her journey through the industry, all the stuff she does with... Uh, we, did, we did talk a little bit about porn and the differences between the softcore and the hardcore kind of stuff and uh, developing the character, which was that, that was the most fascinating thing to me, the character of Rebecca Love uh, and developing the branding behind it is, And then trying to be in the real world outside of that and the difference, the struggle between those two things.
1: Kind of like Lady Gaga. Okay. She developed this character, but then she really, she had a huge struggle being herself outside of the character, Lady Gaga, like in the
0: real world. Yes. And one of the things that she mentioned in the podcast was that people find it odd that she's just not, Constantly thinking and talking about sex, and also uh, half naked all the time. Like, <laughs> No, she goes to the store also. And oh wait, the- <laughs> so you're saying she's a human? Like she's right, yeah. she's like a she, r- yeah. person? Yeah, just like us. What? <laughs> it was amazing. It was it was a lot of fun. I, I do hope that we get to talk again because I have a, so many questions that I didn't even get to because we just the conversation was so natural and we got a lot of stuff in there. But I can't wait to hear it. Uh, I'm excited. Can we get to
1: it now? Yeah, we can, we we can get
0: to it. But uh, another thing you should, before we get into the actual podcast, a couple of announcements I want to give out. Coming up, July 18th, there's going to be a show that is going to feature, or at least have on the show, I don't know if, I don't know if they're headlining or not, Porcelain Hill. What? Where? They're, they're going to be in Huntington Beach at Fitzgerald's Irish Pub. The show, oh, uh,
1: new location.
0: Saturday, yeah, July 18th. The show starts at 7.30. thirty. got to check it out on their Facebook page. They This is the first time that they've done a live show since all of this craziness. I'm excited. I, I I hope we can work it out to get there.
1: Me uh, too. I'm so sick of SIP.
0: <laughs> SIP?
1: Shelter in place.
0: Oh. <laughs> all right. Didn't know it was an acronym. Uh, also, uh, uh, Frank Barajas just had a live show last weekend. So he does those uh, relatively regularly. So check into Frankie's Lounge to for any time he does another future live show. Those are always fun and entertaining to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I think that's all the announcements I have right now. So... So now I can listen to it. Now we're going to get in the we're show. Go. Yeah, here we go. This is okay. uh, the uh, Miss Rebecca Love talking all the awesomeness. Yeet. I've listened to, I want to say, maybe 80% of the podcast episodes up to this point. Uh, <laughs> it started off as. Oh, That's
2: I'll, a lot. I
0: know. I was going to sample here and there and then to get like an overall vibe of everything, but. It's it's a lot of fun. It's it's very enjoyable to listen to.
2: Did we suck you in?
0: <laughs> I just
2: I was listening to your podcast with Frank King actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you guys were talking about this superhero stuff and I'm thinking I say that all the time with psychopaths that <laughs> they they have a superpower. They don't have empathy and they're like Spock on on Star and um, Star Trek, where they can make the best decisions because they don't put emotions into play. But the problem is they use it for evil.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it's a it's a lot of fun getting to know different kinds of people, and uh, this it, the the podcast that you have is it's very refreshing for me because it's not a, like a lot of any other podcast that I listen to. Oh. Where podcasts in general kind of have, a, I think, a very similar vibe. A um, couple guys uh, just talking, bullshitting, and then. That's it, or it's comedians. and they have other guests and comedians and whatnot. You have a very specific angle you're coming from, and the stuff you're talking about is not talked about very openly.
2: Yeah, and we go off off uh, the tracks sometimes, and we don't stay in our own lane. But you know that just happens with two girls together.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Jocelyn is she. She didn't start with you on the podcast, right? There was there was another host at the beginning, and then Jocelyn came in, uh, and then. You guys have been going for, how long has it been since you started?
2: Maybe five years now, six, 2014.
0: Okay. Wow. A minute. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and from what I get, you're, you're a one-woman show. You, you do everything yourself. You're like the tech stuff and everything.
2: Yeah, I don't suggest it though cuz I could have so much time for other things. It's just the control issues on yep. my content. It's so hard to delegate it to somebody else.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. This is uh it, we just we're approaching 11 years of of me doing this podcast thing.
2: Damn. So you were involved when it didn't even have like uh, lips in and and places to yep. host it. You just did it from the site.
0: Yeah. And I'm building yeah. it myself, I, and that's another one of my control issues. I, I, I like to always have all my own content. And as much as Libsyn is very attractive to look at, I still want to be able to. Nope, I'm, I'm holding on to everything. So should something go awry, I still have all of my things.
2: Yeah, I back it all up, but I use Libsyn just so it doesn't eat up my bandwidth.
0: Okay. Yeah, uh, but uh, from the beginning, I was teaching myself how to do everything. Uh, I started off on karaoke equipment. That's how this how I started doing it. <laughs> you're a singer yeah i i, I enjoy karaoke i'll say that i don't know about singer but i do enjoy
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. i enjoy going and watching okay. but participating in yeah I, I don't have a voice
0: oh, no. do you, is there a certain limit maybe a couple drinks and then uh, yeah i'll hop on stage oh
2: sh- no yeah no yeah. i i mean if i get smashed by the end of the night i'm singing c is for cookie but <laughs> it's because i'm smashed <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah yeah. So what was the learning curve like for you from getting – from the pod, podcast perspective of things? Once you started deciding this is something I want to do, uh, well, first of all, how did that idea come come to you?
2: Oh, well, I did K-Sex Radio, and basically they were called PJs, Porn Star Jockeys. And I co-hosted with um, Wankus. He was the host, and it was video. It was video chat. And it was interviews and we would have guests and I got hooked on it and I loved it. And then that went away after the new owners came along and it just dissolved. Uh, Then I started podcasting with Katie Morgan and I'm like, podcasting? What is this? And she stopped doing her show and I was like, oh, but I love doing it. So I just, I did a deep dive and I figured out how to do it myself.
0: That's awesome the I, I, I think the thing that holds people back from podcasting in general is I want to start a podcast, but there's a lot of things that need to happen before that first episode even goes up.
2: Yeah. And, and I listen to podcasts about podcasting. That's how I started listening to podcasts.
0: Oh, ah, all right. Very cool. So do, are you currently listening to podcasts right now uh, on, outside of what you do?
2: Yeah. I listen to a lot of learning podcasts. Okay. So I go in waves if I'm learning about comedy. I'll download those podcasts, and now it's Twitch, so I listen to a lot of Twitch podcasts how to. So if it's a learning aspect, I do, and if I need to fall asleep to something, maybe a crime show.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: How about you? What do you listen?:
0: uh, to? I listen to mostly comedy type of podcasts. Uh, I do get some news here and there, uh, but I, I'm trying to avoid news these days because it's just so horribly depressing.
2: Right? <laughs> it's annoying. It it's really a, is. It's annoying. It's the same freaking things. You know what? It's it's the pandemic, it's racism, it's it's just exhausting.
0: It is. And I had to pick my head up last week uh, once all the protesting started because I had no idea what was going on. And my friends were texting me, hey, you should probably check out the news. I'm like, all right, I guess.
2: It's time to go back to the news.
0: right? I guess I should find out why there's smoke around me. um, Things are on fire.
2: Yeah. (laughs) My target is shut down and burning. Yes, I need to know.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, it's mostly comedy stuff. And uh, learning, like the – how stuff gets made or stuff you should know there's a whole series of interesting trivia type of weird facts about things that's always fun
2: yeah but no I I like stuff like that learning
0: yeah because yeah, for, for me it's more of a way to stop the voices in my own head from uh, taking over how many
2: you got in your head how many have you counted
0: <laughs> uh just had uh, two uh, two guys that are just they they don't they don't like uh, me to stay positive. So they, they're just constantly. Oh, damn. There
2: he is. Yeah. When I was listening to Frank King's podcast, I'm like, I'm the polar opposite of that. <laughs> like, I do not want that ability. I don't. That's why I shut off the news. I like to live in my bubble. And if it gets bursted once in a while, at least I can go back to my bubble when it's, when yeah. it's, you know, it's my safe place.
0: Right. And uh, in your safe place, you uh, you're, you're doing a lot of Twitch. You said you're some uh, some horror games. I see that is what you're you're playing. I love horror. Love horror. Yeah,
2: I do. I love it. It's my guilty pleasure. But there's a whole it's a whole new community over there, and it's just warm and fuzzy. And I just it's my getaway. I really like it. I wish it would pay my bills, but <laughs> in the meantime, I'm enjoying it.
0: it, it apparently, it can the, the, the gaming world and the- sure. It's it's crazy how how huge is it. But you got to be good at it, <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> or at least be interesting to watch.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's true. It's just a really hard platform to get discovered on.
0: Yeah, because there's so much. It's just like mm-hmm. like everything, every kind of content, whether it's podcasts or videos. There's so many people putting it out there that it's it's hard to stand out from the rest of them.
2: It, there's a lot of noise.
0: Yeah, absolutely, a lot of noise. Uh, so how are you enjoying Twitch?
2: It's my guilty pleasure. I love it. Twitch Tuesday shows up and I'm like, all right, let's do it. And we're playing a new game, Fallout 76. Oh. And I'm horrible. <laughs> but for some reason, people are sticking around to watch this. And I used to play Friday the 13th and Dead by Daylight a lot. And I was I was kind of losing my numbers. I played this game last week and it was like, it wasn't going below the point and I was like, What is up with that? I'm not even good. Yeah. <laughs> but I think they liked that I was involving the community and like, help me, tell me what to do. What do I gotta do here? And they just right. enjoyed fresh eyes on the game.
0: Yeah. That absolutely. And like I was saying about the podcast and everything, you 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 have a very uh enjoyable presence. Uh <laughs> like what? <laughs> When you're talking, when you're having a conversation, your perspective on things is a uh, different perspective because you are from a different kind of uh, genre than a lot of people are. Not a lot of people have been in the adult industry. Uh, they can't say uh, the kind of things that you can say from your perspective. So that's it's it's it's, yeah. it's, fresh. it's fresh. It's very fresh. Well, to me,
2: it's normal, but...
0: Of course. right? Yeah. Yeah, this is what you're used to. Uh, mm-hmm. So... And another thing as, as far as uh, engaging your community, that's something that I, I noticed right off the bat from the podcast. You're, you're very open with your, with your people, your audience, your fans. And uh, it's, it's changed over the time. Uh, at the beginning, you would have people calling in. And that was, that was interesting. Uh, and then they eventually moved on. I can't to-
2: believe you started at the beginning because that was the worst. <laughs> Just trying to figure out the voice and which direction the podcast is going to go.
0: Right.
2: I mean, it didn't evolve until I don't know how many. How many episodes in? I can't remember.
0: Uh, but but there, there was a definite evolution. And, and that's kind of why I like to start at the beginning to see where things started and where they are now and how they got there. To me, that's part of the story of seeing the growth. I, I, I enjoy that. I'm yeah. weird. It.
2: it was a journey. It still is a journey.
0: <laughs> yeah. But you've also adapted a lot to things over time. There, there, was a, there was a time where I think maybe when Snapchat was first coming out, uh, you were exploring about it. You had a guy on to talk, talk you through it. And then mm-hmm. a, a while later, now you're teaching about it. And, and then, <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. I mastered it. I was like, I got it. This is how it works for me. <laughs>
0: right.
2: But I didn't get it at first. Cause I'm like, I don't want a bunch of kids hit me up. And, and then I realized when I started it, there were so many views on Snapchat. Like it was the thing to do. Mm. And then my account got shut down and I was like, Oh my God, I can never come back. But I had my private account mm. and that's the one that should have got shut down.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I want to get in Snapchat, but I just, I can't, I can't find it. That's not for me. Uh, my,
2: you know what I love? It's a picture story. So all I have to do is look at the pictures and I'm like, oh, I totally understand their day.
0: Okay. Yep. And my, <laughs> my sister constantly is sending me these and I'll, I'll check in once a week and half of them I can't see because they're more than a day old. Uh, but uh, yep. it, it's a whole, it, it seems like it requires a lot of dedication
2: it's you have to do it now. And if you don't save the text, you have no clue what you were talking about in the first place.
0: (laughs) That's the thing. I'll be responding to my sister's message from a while ago. And what are you talking about? What is this? I I can't see the picture above this that you're referencing with this question. So
2: no, it's in the moment. If you're not in the moment of 24 hours, you're done.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, th- that's one of the many things that you do as well. Uh, it's, you do Snapchat. You, you also do um, uh, w- w- webcam stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. And, I've been doing that for 20 years.
0: Tw- well, 20 years. Okay. Yeah,
2: well, yeah since the 90s, um, late 90s. But yeah, webcaming, I've been doing for such a long time.
0: Oh, uh-huh. so it, it seems like you, uh, I, I imagine your your calendar book must be just filled all the time of you got to do this, I got to do that.
2: Every day is a work day, and then I usually, in August, go to the Jersey Shore for two weeks, and I just decompress mm. so I can get the energy to start it, the cycle back.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it seems like a, a lot, but that's the dedication you have to the uh, to, to your fans, which I think is admirable.
2: It's my business, and I'm the boss, so... You just, you have to regulate, you have to have time management. That's all. And every day is a work day, but it's spread out into increments that I can handle.
0: Mm. Okay.
2: Let's hope one day I can't handle it and I have to hire someone.
0: Right? Yeah. Let's hope. (laughs) That's the thing I'm always saying about the podcast. I could be doing so much more if I could hire somebody, but then that means relinquishing some control, which, yeah.
2: That is hard to do. Absolutely. (laughs) That is so hard. Like the podcast is my baby and I don't know if I could do that. I should, but I, my favorite part is not the broadcast. It's the editing. That's my favorite part is splicing it all together and making it pretty. Oh, interesting. Yeah.
0: Okay. And uh, do you do any video editing as well?
2: So we just started because everything that I learned from Twitch, I went, why am I not putting up videos on YouTube and trying to hit that audience too? Now the payoff isn't as good as the audio downloads, but I've been in the audio downloads a lot longer. So my search engine ranking on the uh, Spotify and iTunes and all that is great. YouTube, I'm lost in the noise, Hmm. but I was like, I need to put video up there. And get our fan club, our chat room involved. And that was a learning process too. Because my levels were off. Um, the notification dings when somebody joined. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had to really tweak it to figure the fuck out. And I still don't have it down to a science yet. <laughs> but I'm getting the videos out there on YouTube. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was uh, I was watching one. Uh, well, uh, full disclosure. I, I joined the fan club for the uh, the
2: you're adam
0: i am adam yes that was
2: oh <laughs> i i'm never sure okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you're you're new to the the fan club it's a, an exclusive group and you get to banter hmm. into the conversation
0: it is quite an experience I, I i'm a big fan of behind the scenes stuff so the, uh, the the pre-show before it gets going uh working out all the little uh difficulties with the tech technology likes to throw at us yeah it's uh it's- it's, it's, it's
2: and then you get the little stories after that we don't it's not privy to the edited version
0: right. <laughs> yeah yeah it's 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 a fun experience and uh Good. generally podcasting is not something that I ever pay for because there's so many things out there, but like absolutely I was, you you have a very unique uh point of view and it's it's more it's interesting and it's not something that is out there like every other podcast. I think it's, it's very unique. So that's, um, I'm okay. Well, thank
2: you. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I wanted to get back to the community. So I took the podcasting uh, to the level of what do I listen to? I listen to teachable moments. So I wanted to break down topics and, and teach people in my industry what to do and what to expect and how to have manners.
0: Hmm. That's another thing that I wanted to bring up. Uh It, it seems like, not only is the podcast for the fans, it's also for other people in the industry. Mm-hmm. And would you say that you have more more fans or more industry people that listen to the podcast?
2: Fans. Yeah. Um, I have a survey on Adult Film Star Network where they can, they just fill out this survey and 90% is fans or the people that are using it to their benefit because they work in the industry. They're just not doing the survey. Mm. So.
0: Okay. Yeah, I can I see that
2: it 's hard to tell what the statistics are, but I assume fans <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right yeah, but podcasting stats are it 's a crazy thing to try to figure out, and it 's changed so much over the years at the beginning, the stats I was getting was huge numbers, and then right? I think now is not so much like what what 's changed i don 't understand
2: more people, more podcasts it 's just. In the beginning, oh, it's so beautiful. It was just <laughs> raining numbers, right. but who knows if those were inflated?
0: Right, that's another weird thing to try to figure out. Yeah. Right. Oh, so the the uh, the stuff that you do put on YouTube, I, I assume you have to go through and figure out uh, what can and cannot be posted. Uh, I'm sure there's certain times where, you're like, all right, this isn't going to make the cut.
2: Uh, so there's um. First of all, the YouTube channel, it's over 18, no matter what, all the videos, it's not kid-friendly, all that. And even when it says over 18, like reassurance when you're, I I don't know if you're, uh, listeners know, but you can check the extra box to go the extra mile to say only adults allowed. Oh. So I, I do that. So it probably doesn't rank in search engines very well, but it doesn't matter. Mm. And then when people put GIFs in the discord, because there's a visual in my chat room, because we use discord, I have to mark down the time because it was <laughs> appropriate and it was a nudie and I have to edit that out. Okay. So I have them trained, kind of, but once in a while they'll slip by, and I'm like, "What is Batman doing right now? He can't <laughs> eat
0: that." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it 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 is fun seeing how how crazy it can get inside the uh the room there, and uh, <laughs> the stuff that you decide to respond to and the stuff you don't respond to it's it's <laughs> it's like a whole second show if you're inside the chat room. It's not everything will get talked about on the podcast part.
2: Well, sometimes I miss the messages because I'm concentrating on the topic, and then other times I just can't say it out loud. Right. But if you're watching the YouTube video, it's right there. You can read it.
0: <laughs> All right. Now, I I, I want to go back now uh, to the the origin. I want to get the Rebecca origin story. Oh, gosh. Uh, if you don't mind. So, yeah. would, let's see. Uh, out of high school was there a goal as far as this is what I'm where I'm headed or or college or whatnot
2: yep so I went to college because that's what you're supposed to do Mm -hmm. and uh, I just, it was community college. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I'm looking through the pamphlet that summer. I'm all registered and everything. And I saw acting and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that. You know what? You don't need freaking college for acting. I grew up in New York, uh, upstate New York. I could have took the train down to New York City, did my business down there, probably wound. But if I didn't choose my path, the one I have now, You know, I have my kid, I have my family life, all that. So this is the path I was supposed to go, but you didn't need to go to college for acting, okay? But that's just what was expected. Mm -hmm. So I moved to Florida when I was 18, started college in August, and I worked my butt off. But it's hard to have a full-time job, go to college for full-time. I had a girl come into the bar it was a sports bar and she started telling me about her day and she was a stripper and I go you know what I'm gonna cocktail waitress I'm just I'll I'll just dip my little toes in and see okay so I started cocktail waitressing at a at a smaller bar not the one she was dancing at because it was a big mega club and I liked it I was having a great time but then there wasn't enough dancers for this big boating event in Palm beach of all places and lots of money and they got me up on stage and it freaking rained money. I mean, it was just killer. And I love dancing. So it just spiraled from there. And (laughs) I stopped cocktail wagers saying, and I was making money dancing. Well, that little club closed. And then I figured, you know what, I'm going to go play with the big boys now. Uh And I auditioned got into this fancy club and I saw a feature. And they hired feature every weekend and it was a porn star Devin Michaels. Beautiful set. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> My next goal.
0: All right.
2: In the meantime, while I'm making this money, I realized the money's too good. I don't need to go to college for acting. I drop college. Okay. And I get pretty stereotypical, right? It's just Cocktail waitress, drop college, stripping. Saw a feature. How do you become a feature? You got to be a porn star, or you can do the, the non-sexual. When I say non-sexual, the less hardcore, and do the contest in nope. modeling. But I was like, fuck that. I need to expedite this process. <laughs> <sighs> Literally, fuck that. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I went out to L.A. and I booked Hustler and Playboy and. Hustler picked me up and then Playboy TV and it kind of snowballed from there. And then I got an agent and I I did exactly. But you know what? Before I went out there, I bought a book, How to Be a Porn Star. Amazon was in that stage. They were losing money right in the beginning. It had to be early 2000s, maybe late, late 90s. And, And in the meantime, I was webcamming, by the way. Okay. So there was, it, it It was in there, just not as much because it was 25 frames per minute. Nah. So
0: <laughs> Was that another thing somebody at work maybe told you about webcamming? Like, okay, let me try that out. Um, how did you learn about webcamming? Or any- I
2: think I went to, a lot of times I'd go to conventions hmm. and I went to an adult convention just to, I can't remember which one though. It was on the East Coast and somebody mentioned it and I was like, all right, I'll try that too. And I only did that maybe once a week cuz it was just you're on dial up. There was just too much frustration to it.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, and, I can't imagine yeah. dial up.
2: Oh, it's the worst. It was <laughs> the worst. <laughs> so, I was doing phone and webcam in between that cuz I'm like at least phone'll work. Uh and then I yeah, I went out to LA and I did the movies featuring
0: well, just to back up a second, as, as far as the, the webcamming and the, and the phone stuff, how does, how does the clientele get built for that? Is that or do they start off as people that you met at the, at the clubs and then mm-hmm. into other things?
2: No, it, way, way in the beginning, there was a site and they gave you, I think it was 60, 40. It was a really good cut back in that day. And they already had the clientele and mm-hmm. they would just mass market to their people. Because I barely had a website up at that time, maybe just to go point in a certain direction. But they would market you and you would just um, be already in a paid area. So there was no free. You were already in a paid area. So when they pop in, you just start moving. But, you know, go like this because this is what they're going to get, you know, but they were just happy to have the buffering. Right. <laughs> oh my God, it's a live girl. <laughs> so it worked, it worked, but it would get frustrating even for me because you would lose the connection. You have to reboot it. So foam was just a lot easier at the time. And the foam was the same concept. You just connect your number and it would call your landline when landline were prevalent.
0: Oh, okay. Right.
2: And that's how you would do it.
0: Hmm. But, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I remember seeing the commercials uh since as far back as high school, even the uh call us now. We want to chat with you. And it, it, it's, it always seemed like, eh, I, I don't, I don't believe that I can't, <laughs> these girls that are on this commercial, they're not the girls that are going to be, i going to be talking to.
2: No, I, but they are talking to me. At least they can recognize the voice. Cause I, I did have people go, how do I know it's you? Well, Is my voice any different? Right. You know, hello, trivia me, you know, challenge me, tell me a movie, but don't ask me what I was wearing, okay?
0: (laughs) (laughs) At a certain point, I imagine fans know more details about the stuff you were in than you do. Oh
2: my gosh, (laughs) too detail. And I'm like, I was wearing what? (laughs) I might know the name of it if they didn't change the title just so it could air on a different network.
0: Right. (laughs) In uh, hour two, minute 53, uh, there, there was a certain scene in which you had this dress on.
2: <laughs> it is so true. Oh, my gosh. It's so true. Or I liked your nails, especially in this color. And you were wearing these lace panties with these thigh highs and garter belt. And I'm just like, I want, okay. And, and, uh, tell me, tell me about Nicole Sheraton, you know, Uh, how, uh, when's the last time you hung out with her? I'm like, dude, uh, the last time I did a movie. (laughs) Hey, she's in LA. I'm in Vegas. It's.
0: I'm sure there's a lot of similarities between, uh, the porn industry and also, uh, like movie stars where everyone thinks that movie stars are hanging out all the time. And like, Oh yeah. With, with your buddy. Like, no, I, see, I, I barely
2: know them. I mean, granted we had sex, but I barely know them. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even tell you the real name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it gets me, oh, gosh, I just lost train of thought for a second. Oh man. I was going to say something about the movie. Eh, it'll come back. It'll oh. come back in time. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little ADD, if you can't tell. See, so, yeah, I add an extra D. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not a problem. This is a random act of tangent. That's the name of this podcast. We're oh, good to be bouncing all over the place. I'm
2: definitely prepared.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, you're doing the, the the phone and the and the cams, and then you, you eventually start doing the uh, adult films as well.
2: Yeah. I did the adult films. I was condom only. I think I have one scene out there with Ginger Lynn and Billy Glide that, you know, the condoms were off because I wanted at least one scene and I was with the legend and we do get tested and all that. It's just I want to promote safe sex at the same time and have a message. Plus, there were high end companies, Vivid, Wicked, VCA, you know, those companies, Playboy.
0: Okay.
2: So it was worth wearing a condom. Now it's a fetish.
0: <laughs> oh, to to have one on? Or to yeah. I, oh,
2: no, really? No. Um, back is, I think, the norm. Right. I think the condom thing has kind of lost its novelty. Back in the 90s, it was prevalent, but now it's kind of more of a fetish. Interesting. I even see people come on my webcam, because there's cam-to-cam option, that will jerk off in a condom, because they're just like, oh, do you like it? Yeah. That, well, that's awesome that you just bagged it. It's <laughs> growing like a balloon. <laughs> Can guess, you make it pop? Now I'll be impressed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it does make cleanup a little faster, but...
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, that is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> You're right. You boys are messy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's, it's weird because when I, when I first was going to have you on, I had uh, a lot more questions than I have now because listening through <laughs> to, the, to the podcast, a lot of the questions that I would have asked have now been answered. Uh, which... Oh, I'm
2: so sorry for spoiling it for <laughs> you. <laughs> No, it was that, your fault for listening.
0: <laughs> but that's a testament to to the podcast I think that, that you have. It's it's very informative as well as being entertaining. As you can't you can't not be entertaining with the subject matter that you're talking about.
2: Well, we have to be entertaining for the fans because they're not listening to learn about how to be on webcam and all that, but we also have to be educational because there's a purpose. There's a purpose to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to convey.
0: Okay. Let me see if I can yeah, – yeah, I had a whole list of questions. All right. Uh, oh, for, 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 the, for the cam vids, uh, you, yeah. you mentioned in one of them that uh, sometimes you'll have two running at the same time. From two- I used to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not anymore?
2: I used to. I used to have three. I mean, I would have all three laptops up, and we're doing uh, Naked.com, MFC, and StreamAid all at once. The problem is it can be very uh, diluted and I can't concentrate. I I had it down to a science at one point, but then I realized using just one site and giving them the best quality. Like I use, well, I used what I had on earlier and I'll have the headset because it's very intimate, especially when you're talking and you want to get dirty and stuff. And all the other cam girls are just using their Logitech and the audio quality sucks. And I'm a, audio whore. So I have my mixing board. I have my stream deck going. I'm playing music. I'm doing funny voices. And I made it more interactive. So I like to stick with one because I couldn't do it with all three because my mixing board wouldn't split to all three. It might, I mean, but I've never yeah. did a deep dive on that. Like, but I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I concentrate on one. All my clients moved from uh, the other two sites over to my stream A, and it's perfect because they have an amazing affiliate program. All right.
0: okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. So I can make money in my sleep. I couldn't do it with the other two. And I'm like, you know what? Out, out. And we're going to stay with you.
0: Okay. And yeah. you mentioned also you play games and there was a, a, a wheel of fortune type of something.
2: Yeah. I'll show you. Yep.
0: Oh, all right. <laughs> I
2: will show you my, my wheel. This has progressed in time. It's evolved, but it has different activities. So the things that are spun on it, um, legs behind head, I'm over fucking 40. Getting my <laughs> legs behind my head is a freaking talent and it should be celebrated. Um, hula hoop, I have this light up hula hoop and I go topless and I'll do the uh, underneath boob shot and the lights go around me. But dance on the wheel is the jackpot because it costs $20 just to do dance. But if they spin it on the wheel, it only costs them $5 to spin on the wheel. So they get, but the thing is when I start dancing, everybody's freaking tipping me because I have a tip vibe in, which is a a toy that every time they tip me, it's like I'm pissing on an electric fence (laughs) and they get to interact with me while I'm dancing, but there's some stupid shit on here. I got trampoline, dirty talk, fan sign, Tigger Bounce. Uh, tigger Bounce is...
0: Tigger bounce. Is,
2: <laughs> Well, it's my signature because... Well, I'll show you. It goes like this. The wonderful thing is a Tigger. A Tigger's a wonderful thing. Their tops are made of rubber. Their bottoms are made of spring. They're bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. Fun, fun, fun. Most wonderful thing about this Tigger is... I will make you come. Oh. <laughs> and they just, they fucking eat it up. They love Tigger Bounds. So uh, I
0: kept it. Uh, I remember that was I talked about on, I think, one of the first podcasts you did. And uh, I was always curious what that was about. Thanks for uh, thanks for the display. Yeah,
2: It's a little bit more graphic than that, but it gave you a right. PG-13 version right. of right. it. Uh, so, uh, no, no problem. Do you really? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was wondering uh when you were talking about the games you play and what my impression of what cams were i I imagine if you go to a campsite you're you're not going to want to play games there's other things that you're more interested in uh but it it seems like the, the way that you are with with the with your community is is a lot more personal than just the people that would go to a campsite just to all right uh yeah, turn, yeah. turn around okay i'm done goodbye
2: <laughs> sure and and there are people that just do a a hit and run, you know, they're just, they stop in, they get an idea and they get the fuck out. Uh, Some, some people are on a mission. Other people, they just want a break from reality. They want a play day. And I try to give them that.
0: Okay. Interesting.
2: Yeah. And plus there's beautiful women on this site and they're in their fucking twenties. So I got to compete with that. So I got to give them something else.
0: (laughs) I see. Okay. I I had always thought that cams were kind of a, a fake thing. the, I hadn't actually tried cams. I, I go onto a site and just to see what was going on when it was live cameras. Yeah. Start. And I would always, to me, it always seemed like it was, it could very easily be pre-recorded and then just put up there and people are chatting at a video.
2: I think you could, but I, I have a feeling like street Mate's a giant in this industry. I'm sure they have bots out there to make sure. Cause if what, if you get banned from your bread and butter, it's going to hurt. Because they have so much traffic. It's beautiful. Mm. Uh, But back in the day, sure. Sure. You put that in paid area and then you just run a feed in. That could happen. Yeah. Absolutely. And a lot of people will test you. They'll go, can you please give me a shout out? Well, hi, Adam. How you doing? (laughs) There you go. Okay. I'm real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Very cool. Uh, you also mentioned, as far as the um, the, the phone calls that you do, the, or, or two way video, you said you can you can see them as they can see you while you're having the yeah. uh, the, the Skype session.
2: What is that <laughs> mind blowing?
0: It, it is. I, I just I, I can't imagine the, the person that's watching you would also want to be seen, or that you would want to see that.
2: No, I do. Because now I know what I'm doing. Like I have to guesstimate in my head if they don't have their camera on and just by their words alone, now that they have their camera on and hopefully pointed to their penises because there's no, don't put your face on cam unless you're in the goddamn business because you don't know if that model's recording. Uh, You don't know what kind of shit's going down or even if that site, because the middleman, is having that recorded or backed up or saved. Who knows? Interesting. But if you're not in the industry, get your fucking face off cam, <laughs> put it down to your penis. Nobody's going to know it's you. And that way I can see the results.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Okay.
2: Yeah. Plus yeah. I do a lot of JOI. So I have to tell them what to do and manipulate their private parts. So okay. I need to make sure that they are following my lead.
0: Right. And that's uh jack off instructions for the, the layman out there. That uh doesn't yeah. more constantly well,
2: it's jerk off, but you're yeah, close enough. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, do you find that uh, it's getting more accepted uh, the, the kind of stuff that you're doing?
2: Um, if you own it, sure. If you own that you're a whore and this is what you do, they they can't bully you. They can't attack you because you're owning it. But Ugh. as soon as you cower down and be like, okay, they are going to eat you alive. Hmm. So, and, and that's not just in the adult entertainment world. That's in the entertainment world alone. Mainstream comedians, all that. Bunch of fucking divas out there and shit. Yeah. They will eat you alive to get to the top.
0: Okay. Yeah. And
2: plus society, I know they... You know they—they they don't like us. They just buy the product.
0: <laughs> <laughs> outwardly, uh, outwardly, they'll, they'll say so- yeah. something. Yeah, shame. Kind of shame. Yeah.
2: Don't fucking let them shame you. Own right. it. Be proud. Stand up. We need a voice.
0: It, it, it's something that I—I uh, I, I feel very conflicted about from time to time, as far as how. Okay, let me say this way. Uh, I, I grew up uh, in very. Uh, Christian background, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if that contributes to, but I have a very kind of there's there's a lot of shame surrounding uh, sexual. There's
2: a lot of shame in sex, yeah, (laughs) that people put on themselves. Yes, because of religion and (sighs) family, all that. So culture. Yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah, and I mean, generally as far as religious stuff, I'm I'm not as as far deep as I used to be because that would be uh, crazy for me. Would this
2: be awkward right now?
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing too, is, I was, I was talking to my girlfriend that, uh, about this, and I was I was worried that I was going to start shutting down because uh, s- sex talk sometimes kind of makes me feel nervous. Uh, like, oh, it I sh- does. I, sh- I shouldn't be talking about these things. I- I- I'm not. I-, I know that it's okay, but in certain company, I will tr- make myself. Seem a lot more reserved than I than I actually am. Well,
2: me too. I mean, I'm not going to be at the Thanksgiving dinner talking to my mom about a bad day at work, right? So I'll be reserved, especially when I'm out and about and somebody asks me, "So, what do you do for a living?" I tell them everything except that. Right. It's the truth. I'm not lying. Right. But I am not giving you that extra. Okay. It, it's not needed because I don't want them to feel, uh uncomfortable I don't want to put them in the in that uncomfortable zone
0: yeah uh, do you get a lot of people that are uh shy I guess and when, when they come on to the uh whether it be the cams or the, or the calls or anything where you almost have to like They're basically they're paying you for a service that you have to now force them to do.
2: (laughs) Well, my problem is I have the gift of gab, so if they're shy, it's perfect because I'm going to tell you a fucking story anyway. Interrupt me if you want it to go in a different direction. Choose your own adventure. (laughs) (laughs) And I usually give that disclaimer before we even get started. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the first thing I always say is, "Well, now that you have me, what do you want to do with me? You know, what's your guilty pleasure? I have go to." So I can at least focus on what they're looking for because they might be into boobs, they might be into butt, you know. They might they might have saw a video and they want me to explain it or, or do a behind the scenes kind of chat with them.
0: Oh, interesting! So
2: I have to pick their brain first before I <sighs> construct the story.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's 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 a good customer service uh, right there.
2: <laughs> My job is a lot of customer service. Yeah. Thank God they come back for more. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh how, how much of uh, your business do you, do you think is uh what's the word? Re- I guess repeats?
2: Oh, I I, oh. I have so many clients now that it's just i know them i know them by their their login name <laughs> a lot of them i know by their first name but i always go by login name just for dis- discretion okay. and there's just so many that have been on the roster for so many years and i know them in different ways and their personality and i know how to stay in my own lane with them because they're introverts or they're extroverts and you have to you have to make sure that they feel comfortable in their own skin. And, and there's a lot of mental I- uh, issues now, especially nowadays. I there, there was probably back when I was growing up, it just wasn't talked about as much. Yes. And especially on Twitch, you see that. And now I know how to like weave through and, and people have taught me a lot because I'm an extrovert. I told you I live in my bubble. I'm happy go lucky. I, my baby's daddy was an introvert and we prepared for doomsday all the time. Whatever the calendar event was, we prepared for, well, he did. I just showed up. (laughs) (laughs) So I got it. Walking on eggshells and and maneuvering around that, but it's exhausting. It really is. And it takes a special person to, I'm not saying I'm a hero or a special person, but I can take it in certain doses. Okay. And I know how to weave through it.
0: Right. Yeah. That's, it's, it's almost more important knowing when to, I guess, not say anything versus when when to say anything at all.
2: Right. Cause sometimes words aren't going to help. You yeah. just got to be
0: there. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, so you're, you're doing the camming and, and then the video thing. And then, so now as far as the, uh, the, the world of porn or adult <sighs> film or what, what, what's the, what's the correct terminology for it's fucking uh, porn porn? Okay. Porn. <laughs> uh, I, I was looking at all these things I have a, a cam girl, adult film star, porn star, uh sex worker. Uh, are these all kind of interchangeable or are some more avoidable than others?
2: You mean all eggs in different baskets or do you mean they like to be qua- labeled certain things?
0: Yeah, I, I guess um, what is the correct title for somebody? What would you call yourself?
2: Oh, that's a good question. I'm a smorgasbord. I'm like a buffet. <laughs> I, I'm a webcam bottle. I'm a porn star. Well, I don't know if I call myself a porn star anymore because I kind of retired years ago. I call myself a Skinemax Bee Queen, but my eggs are in a podcast. I have so many fucking eggs in different bas- baskets <laughs> because I, first of all, the ADD. Right. But I just, I get involved in something, especially when something new is coming to the scene. And I'm like, I want to be the first one. I want to maybe this will work and maybe this will be the money again, because that's what happened to me back in the late nineties and early two thousands. It was freaking raining money.
0: Mm.
2: I turn around and boom, Ben Franklin's in my face because <laughs> the internet was so strong. Yeah. And now it's like, you got to do a lot of different things to make sure you still have that paycheck at the end of the month, but they yeah. come from all different revenues. And I think that happens with a lot of us that are, is it called gig now? We are G- gigging gigging. Is it gigging?
0: That's a word. I've, I've heard, I've heard that for uh more for my musician friends. They're, they're gigging is that they're taking different gigs from different places just to uh, make ends meet basically.
2: Right. So now I got phone webcam podcasting. Uh, did I say webcam webcam? is pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Twitch, uh, <laughs> There's just so many elements to it, let alone you got to do all your administrative, social media, marketing, emails. Oh, did I tell you? I hate emails. I mean, I love them. I just, I get frustrated because there's so many sitting in the box and I can't do them from my phone because I just, I, for some reason I got to go to the laptop. It's just nothing, oh, okay. And right. I have to give it my undivided attention. So I get a little overwhelmed, but I'm already overwhelmed talking about it. So let's move on. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got events, and you gotta go to the convention, so it's it can be exhausting
0: i imagine uh, so, so I'm a
2: lot of different things
0: okay so so you you, you started uh, making porn uh you said back in like two thousand ish late nineties uh
2: ninety eight nine i don't know it it late nineties early two thousand. And I did that up till 2006, and then I switched over to Skinemax, and right. I I've done that all the way up. They could call me tomorrow. Oh, okay. So I do that here and there.
0: What's, what's the <laughs> uh, biggest difference between the Skinemax and the uh? Well, besides, it's, besides Be obvious. <laughs> the obvious, yeah. Besides being able to show full on penetration, I guess <laughs> that uh, Skinemax will not allow.
2: Yes, yeah, Skinamax has no penetration. I have a patch on, the guy has a sock on, a cock sock, and it's just bumping and grinding and pent up energy and frustration and lots of dialogue, but it's so much fun. It's so much fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is it frustrating at all? In, in being, I guess, faking an act for, for a long period of time without having the release that comes with the actual act?
2: Have you ever done edging?
0: <laughs> I I don't think I have the patience for that.
2: Yeah, I don't either. But I guess that would be the concept of just blue balls, right? Right. But then there's these amazing rap parties that get all the tension, you know, tension awesome. out. So yeah, whatever happens off screen, then you just get it out. Then. All right. Yeah.
0: So the uh the the bee queen. Uh, where, where, where did that come from? Is that something that you, you came up with? A
2: fan? No. It, I would be a douchebag if I gave myself <laughs> my own nickname and stuff. I, just...
0: I don't know how these things look.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Douchy McDoucherton. <laughs> I, I used to have a slogan. It was girl, good girl gone bad a long time ago. And then this one person after I started doing a lot of Skinamax, they called me the Skinamax B And I was like, you know what? I like it. Okay. I accept. <laughs> and I, and I changed it, but to title myself that, oh gosh, yeah, that would be a douchey thing to do. And no, I didn't. Yeah,
0: okay. Well, but
2: I don't feel like I'm that anymore. Now I feel like I'm, I don't know. I, I, I feel like every decade the title changes.
0: Yeah. As technology changes. So because mm-hmm. you're always adapting with everything that's coming around you.
2: Exactly. Uh,
0: One of the things, one of the more recent podcasts you did was about about Discord and how you started that, and you were encouraging other people in the in the porn world or in in any uh, sex industry to get on Discord because of the communication you have with the community, and that's very important for that kind of work.
2: I love Discord. I wouldn't have known about it if I wasn't doing Twitch. I learned a lot off Twitch. And the good thing about having Discord is when your social media gets shut down because you're a whore, at least you have Discord where everybody was that you go, okay, my new account is this. You're not frustrated that it got shut down because everybody's going to go pop over there now. They get to be informed. And Discord is a lot more friendlier because they're adult-friendly, as long as you make it not safe for work, they're adult friendly
0: okay mm-hmm. uh, i I want to talk to you about uh branding the, the the concept of branding and the uh personas that need to be built for whether it's porn or for any, any kind of anything in this field you basically you every i think has a niche or should have a niche this is uh this is who I am and this is what mm-hmm. i'm going act this is what I'm aiming for this is who should be aiming for me How, how did you develop? your persona
2: (laughs) it took time because i didn't know i kind of knew what i wanted to do and i went from there but then it just evolved over time and this persona came out you find your voice and they say that a lot in the entertainment field you find your voice the comedian will find their voice but you don't start out like that you go through trial and error and eventually you come out evolved on the other side and that's who you are. And I'm still trying to figure it out. It's a learning process the whole time. And if it's not get the fuck out because you're done. You just hit the end. You finished the internet. You're done.
0: Great <laughs> thing. <There's> the <internet.
2: laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't, I, I knew I wanted to do condoms only. I knew I wanted to shoot for big companies. I aimed, I put the goal high. And then from there, it kind of just, and I had good work ethics and it evolved from there, but I had no idea who I was, what I was going to be. It just came in time. Kind of like the podcast. I said, those are shit shows <laughs> in the beginning. I didn't know what my podcast was going to be about because I thought radio for some reason yeah. and it was going to just mesh in all these topics. And then I realized, uh, no, you need to teach what you know. Very and nice. that's what happened
0: so I, I you mentioned one one of your podcasts that there was a time where you were rebecca love uh l u v and was 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 that during uh i guess before or after porn or was it was it in the middle of porn that you you changed the name
2: no it was in that way in the beginning when I was dancing and and, and other naughty stuff, okay. and I had the l u v because I think there was other girls with l u v but then I got the I don't know. I was I think it was right in the beginning and I was doing a movie and I'm like, no, I'm gonna do L O V E. I have the dot com. It sounds better. People are gonna misspell it anyway if I if I don't spell it right. <laughs> and I'll keep the L U V and it can redirect to Rebecca Love. And that's when I changed it because I thought people are gonna put in Google, well, at the time I think it was Alta Vista or
0: Yahoo. I don't freaking know.
2: Put in my name wrong, so you might as well get it right the first time.
0: Okay, It, it must have been a, a '90s uh, thing, it I, was my, my very first screensaver name, or my hashtag, or it was my AOL account uh, back in the, back in the day. Was was love to goof, <laughs> and it was L U V, and then Doug goof because I, I was a big fan of Goofy. Uh, so okay. <laughs> but <laughs> the LUV was was very big, and I chose LUV because I saw it everywhere else. Everybody else had a LUV. Exactly. Name, exactly.
2: So. I uh, did the same thing. It must have been a '90s thing because yeah. <laughs> I was on, I was on the same same train as you.
0: Okay. Mm. <laughs> so, so it was before. Okay, because that was going to be my next question. As far as changing a name, uh, while you're already doing porn, that that, that seems not very. It's not a good strategy as far as branding and whatnot.
2: No, but I think I was just getting in, so it was right in the beginning. Okay. And then I just played it off like, yeah, they spelled my name wrong. <laughs> it wasn't me, it was them. <laughs> but you can put aliases in. So a lot of times I'll put the LUV just so those search engines can pick it up and
0: stuff. Okay. Yeah uh in well i'm sure this is it's happening a lot more now that you're doing the more personal stuff on on discord and uh the the phone things but Mm -hmm. if we were to look back at your career in in films and whatnot would we be able to uh see any kind of easter eggs to your personality now as far as liking horror movies uh and just I haven't heard Labyrinth for some reason. You must have made a Labyrinth reference to the movie in one of your, one of the podcasts. It's like, that's a great reference to make. Uh, it's, there's a lot of uh, pop culture knowledge and kind of nerdy knowledge also in your brain that has, has seeped out over the scene of the podcast. Is there any hints of that in the earlier work?
2: The earlier work with horror and all that? Hmm. I mean, maybe on my K-Sex radio days, I would because you can get more personal and it was about you. Huh. I know because it was all scripted and stuff. So I don't think I could get a lot about me in because I had to do the persona of the Oh my God, I'm a nymphomania. Oh, that's what it, okay. <laughs> first of all, I remember when I had that brain fart earlier and I couldn't fucking remember, you just triggered it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so when fans get involved in your character, they really believe that you 24/7. So they think I'm this nymphomaniac sex fiend that could have sex all day long. And the magic words is that they have endurance and they would fuck me for 48 hours straight. Not what I really want to (laughs) hear. But they just assume that I have that superpower and I have the vagina of steel and we can go all night. So that persona I don't blame them for because they believe in the character and that's who she is. But I'm not fucking that long. It in fact you're not jerking off that long. So <laughs> shame on you for thinking it. But <laughs> a lot of times when they meet me, they they'll go, Wow, you have a lot of clothes on, or um <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I do get dressed when I leave the house, believe it or not. <laughs> and they'll they'll think that the people that listen to the podcast, they get the true me. So I know sometimes it weirds me out when they know personal things. And I realized I was telling Jocelyn on a podcast and they were privy to it too. So it kind of freaks me out a little bit. And then I go, no, they were not stalking me and all that shit. They were listening to the goddamn podcast. And if they don't listen to the podcast and they just know me from the movies, there was a goddamn script. (laughs) There was a goddamn script, and I had the words, and I was playing a character, and it's not me twenty four seven because I would explode, not right. in the good way. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> good way, no. You ever watch that Lego movie, and you have that little oh my god, kitty, that she's just everything is beautiful until they yes. fuck with her world, and she explodes. That would right. be me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There,
0: there was a. Oh, there was a couple of podcasts that you did that were very kind of behind the, the curtain that it, it was, it was nice to see that side as, as far as, uh, and I'll, I'll say for myself, I, I had a certain view of, of the industry, uh, yeah. from, from my perspective, I am, I sit down, I, I pull up a website. I get what I need, and I move on. And, and then, of then, course,
2: that that's what you're but, supposed to do,
0: right? <laughs> and then, but then, listening to all the all the stories and all the things that you talk about, and the things that you're trying to teach, it's it, it's 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 almost it's up a whole new world for me as far as the stuff that happens behind the scenes.
2: Does but, it break the illusion for you? Is it no good I don't, or bad?
0: I I I like it. To to me, it, it's it's more humanizing. Okay. Uh, it, it's it's this is this is a, <laughs> this is a horrible dick thing to say, but oh, it turns out they're real people too.
2: <laughs> no, it's not a dick thing because when you're watching the movies and stuff, even on webcam, there is still a persona, right. and you have to. And I hate to say it this way, ooze sex. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like putting ooze and sex together right. for some reason. But you have to have that persona, right? So for a lot of people listening to the podcast, it kind of kills that that fantasy. And then there's other people there that just eat it up because now they get it and they're like, "Oh my god, you're real!" Yeah, I was trying to tell you this the whole time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if if anything else, I'm 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 more of a fan now uh, because of all the things I've learned about your your work ethic, uh, the the way you've (sighs) your profession, uh, the, the technical abilities that you have, and they have created, and the way you've adapted, and are trying to also help everybody else in the community as well to find I just love way.
2: people. Yeah. I really do. And our industry is not very united. It can be cutthroat and okay. I'm trying to just unite everybody and go, why can't we just get along and help each other? Yeah. Cause I had one person tell me I was at a convention and they were like, we have stopped giving everything away for free stop telling them everything. I'm like, (laughs) they are not my competition. They have a different brand, a different persona. And the people that like that person probably isn't going to like me. They're Mm going to like them or they might like us both, but in two different ways.
0: Right.
2: You know? So I, I am not hurting anybody, especially the person that was telling me, I'm "I'm not hurting you. So why do you even care? You don't even listen to the podcast. Because I guess we were doing a seminar or something, and we divulged a lot of information, Jocelyn Stone and I. And they were just like, "Why do you do that? Why not? Tell me why not? This isn't back in the '90s and stuff where you hold on to the information, don't let it out because somebody might copy you."
0: Right. No. The no. internet is so strong that it, this is information's going to get out either way. It's going
2: to get out anyway. Right. You might have helped somebody that goes far beyond you. And they're going to remember that.
0: Yeah. That's, that's one Plus thing.
2: Plus, that- be a fucking good human. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you're really helping as a negative thing, then that's an issue for you. Not, that's not an issue for me.
2: Right? <laughs> I'm not selling coaching lessons and stuff.
0: Right. <laughs> <sighs> but you, you, you just uh, mentioned uh, breaking the illusion. Is that something that you worry about with the, with the podcast and the, and the Discord and how active you nope. are? fans no
2: no only because I want to break the illusion because I don't want to have a super fan stalk me Mm. if I break the illusion now they won't get wrapped up in the fantasy they'll take it for what it is I can't control it but maybe I could weed off a few bad situations that could happen further down the line because they absolutely believe I'm in love with them or whatever that may be
0: right Mm mm-hmm is it has there ever been a situation in which the the services that you provide somebody that you actually like know uh an actual friend somebody that you have an actual connection with would try to elicit those services from you
2: so i had this is gosh early 2000s, late nineties I had a friend we went to college together we lived in the college departments all that we still we still to this day are uh we still have a connection. We still talk and all that. But back in that time, she introduced me to her boyfriend, and I didn't know him or anything. And I was doing videos at the time. Um, I think she knew. I think I, I don't know when she knew or not. And then he called me because he had my number. Uh, I think in that day, everybody had each other's number because you're trying to get a hold of people, and it's not as prevalent to have a cell phone at the time right so he called me and he wanted to see me her boyfriend wanted to see me mm. and i didn't know if i should tell her but then oh she didn't know what i did cuz i asked him not to tell her cuz i wanted to break the news to her but he knew before her and i finally broke the news to her Ooh, i just told her i just told her but i never told her about the guy. Cause it would just hurt her feelings and she dumped him anyway, or he dumped. Okay. I, I don't know who dumped who, but a couple months later they weren't working out and I knew that was going to happen. So yeah, I never mentioned it, but okay. it, it was an awkward moment for me.
0: Okay. Uh, another and, question. Oh, go ahead.
2: Well, I was going to say a lot of times lines do get blurred and I did a stalker episode where the client Need so much a client customer needs so much attention that they think that you will stop your whole world for them when you have to allot a certain amount of time, and they think that they're you're their best friend and all that. That's kind of why I like to put the reality there so we can avoid it, but it's still there. There's still blurred lines because you're selling sex for a living,
0: right? And when you are, you're selling
2: the intimacy.
0: Yeah, and when, when you're talking with them, when you're online with them, the illusion is, yes, I would do anything for you. Uh, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> we have this special bond. And then, all right, our time's up. Uh, I'll see you next time. Click. And then, yeah,
2: because <laughs> they'll be like, uh, I'm coming to Vegas. Well, that's great. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> or, yeah, would you dump your boyfriend for me? And I'm like, okay, so you're trying to play this fantasy and I don't – because I'm getting paid per minute right now. Do I go on with the fantasy or do I break it? No, he's paying. So we're we're going to keep that fantasy going. <laughs> as soon as he makes it real, then I have to go, well, honey, that was part of our role play. What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I would imagine uh... – <laughs> Guys are pretty stupid. So I, I can see them blurring those lines. of. But what-
2: they're beautiful. Oh, my God. Please do not smarten them up. In <laughs> fact, don't listen to my podcast at all. If you have a penis, <laughs> stay away from my podcast. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. Men, to me, I, I, I love them. I love them because I, women intimidate me. They're thinking they're – men – come to me for sex and it's a one track mind and I can figure that the fuck out. But if you start playing with emotions and shit, that's a whole new ball game. Women are a lot
0: harder to
2: figure out.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I, I'm on your side with that. hundred percent. Okay, okay.
2: So I love you. <laughs> Women are too complicated for me. Yeah,
0: me too. Uh, <laughs> um, Oh, uh, what was it? Uh, Oh, no, now I have a brain fart.
2: Yep. Oh, no, I get them all the time. I only had one so far, so we're doing good. It's your turn. <laughs> I pass my fart on to you. <laughs> sure you.
0: I feel like I should be paying for that. Um, <laughs>
2: no, no, the first one's free. I got to get you addicted first.
0: <laughs> the, oh, here's a question. This is something that I've always been curious about uh, people that are uh, in the sex industry of, of any kind. That because that is your job, that is something that you basically are doing for a living to be, get paid and, and whatnot, does it make it difficult to enjoy it outside of that?
2: Well, it's a different type of sex. I mean, porn sex is very mechanical and to the camera, and it doesn't always feel good. But when you're having sex with somebody you love, it's a whole beautiful experience and and emotions and feeling. I mean when you're on set it's cut and dry, you know, we're gonna do this, 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 and I'm gonna make you believe it. And then
0: Hopefully it's not dry, but I, I hear what you're saying.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's just it's more, <laughs> it's not dry, no. <laughs> it better not be. <laughs> um but when you're with your partner, it's just a beautiful experience and it's on a whole different level and it's not pretty.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, it can get messy and beautiful and and stupid.
0: <laughs> stupid.
2: Yeah. You don't care what you look like. You're you're with the person that doesn't judge you.
0: Right. But it, it, it just I feel like if if that's happening in your brain uh throughout most of the day, so then at the end of the day, you're like, "Okay, now it's it's time for us" To have uh, sex?
2: Like yeah. I scheduled it in? <laughs> yeah, <on> Wednesday <laughs> at 9 o'clock, I have time for you. <laughs>
0: no, it, it's more of the, the all day your brain is on that. And then once yes. you're off the clock now to get into that mode with somebody else that you care about – is there any kind of contamination that you're like, uh, give me some time to unwind from work before we get into. No,
2: don't let me unwind. (laughs) Fuck that. Because I've been pent up all day. You think I'm having a real orgasm every time I'm on cam? (laughs) No, I'll save that. Unless I have a really good client then I might bust one out, but I will save that. And when he walks through the door, it's on, Hmm. it's on like Donkey Kong. We're going to get the because he doesn't last long. So I I can get my shit done and still have dinner ready. I know I said it. I said it. it that doesn't sound like love, does it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but
2: we know each other so well. Right. I'm already there. I've been there all day edging, and <laughs> I finally can bust a nut. He comes in the door, and he, well, he's just quick. He's quick. Right. I got him down to a science. So. Okay it still feels amazing to me and we're sharing our love. And then there's other times where like on Saturday, Oh, today is Saturday, isn't it? Look, I just scheduled something in. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We'll sit by the fire. We'll have our drinks and stuff. And for some reason you add alcohol. I am a horny little bitch. And I want to just play this out for a very long time in the bedroom because let's face it. If you, if you have your own place, you're fucking in a bed. It's comfortable. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. You're not on the countertop. But that's not comfortable. You're not out in the car because you're not a teenager anymore. Even though that's still exactly.
0: kind of romantic, because I think I would like to fuck out in a car. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine them. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we're, let's go upstairs. Let's go upstairs. <laughs>
2: yeah, me too. Let's go upstairs. <laughs> oh my God, we could be neighbors. So. <laughs> So we're going to go to the bed and we're going to have a frisky ass time and, and get our, get our love
1: making on.
0: <laughs> do you ever have to deal with, uh, uh, thoughts of jealousy from, from your partner because of well, what you do?
2: A compromise. So what happened was he didn't want any more penises in my vagina. So in 2006 we compromised and I said, okay, I'm not going to do hardcore anymore, but I am still going to be Rebecca love and I'm going to do the skin amounts because there's no penetration. It's all fake sex, even though I think it's more intimate because I'm kissing. I'm in the moment. I'm pent up.
0: Oh, that's a good point. But I,
2: yeah. The other way is a little bit, it's clinical. I never dated a co-star or anything, but I could see like getting it twisted on a skinamax set. Cause it's more making out and passionate yeah. and, Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I'm thinking about it now going, yeah, I'm kind of getting wet. (laughs) (laughs) So we made a compromise and it, it worked out because I webcam a lot more. I do phone. He goes to work. I have the house to myself. And when this pandemic hit, I am already in the midst of it. So my job, especially there was a lot more viewers, it just cranked up a notch. Yeah. And it worked out well for me. Not that I was planning for it. It just happened
0: that way. That's nothing thing I was thinking. that you, you are in the perfect position right now for this kind of condition where everybody has to stay home. You're already home. You got-
2: Yeah, but I don't like it because they need to get their asses to work because they're <laughs> sucking up my juice. My internet is like, it's tweaking out on me. And I have one gigabyte. Yeah. How dare they s- siphon off that shit?
0: I have to say it's almost like two, three times a day. The whole internet crashes over here. And well, why? Oh, because everybody's using it. Everybody.
2: Everybody's using it. Like get the fuck back to, and I know. They want to, Right. I know they do. So yeah, there's a lot more viewers, but now I, I feel like not back to the days of dial up, but I, right. I, I feel like I'm not wired in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Hmm. So uh, now you're doing the uh, the podcast, you're doing it through Discord. And uh, yep. you're doing it with the Jocelyn still. This is, this is kind of a network that you built with Jocelyn is what it seems like. You, yeah.
2: you know, I, she contributes so much and her time and her efforts. And I was like, no, we're partners on this. We're together. I mean, if I if I was a lesbian and loved women, I'd marry her. I would marry she's my perfect partner it's just I don't want to have sex with her cuz I like I like I like penis that's my right. downfall so I I just I love that girl and if you guys don't know who Jocelyn Stone is I apologize now but go look her up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's a dominatrix and her perspective is so different than mine I'm very vanilla and I think I relate to a more traditional audience or conservative. Even though I spread my legs for a living, I still have a conservative view. <laughs> and and she has a different perspective where I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. I would have never thought. And she just makes the yin to the yang. And it, it's a beautiful thing. When I found her, it was just, it was perfect.
0: You mentioned that on one of the uh, previous podcasts and it was... It was the first time I ever thought about my my sexual tastes as vanilla, because uh, <laughs> it it's, it seems like a weird word to use when it comes to sexual things. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just average when it comes to my sexual interests. What? <laughs> it's because to me that kind of world is just it's so huge to think. Yeah. vanilla is like that's. I feel like it's underselling <laughs> a lot, but it's the it's
2: the leading ice cream sold. I mean, there's so much <laughs> vanilla sold, so. I'm right there. Are you vanilla? I am vanilla. Oh, okay. So we're right there together. And then, because to me, fetish is exhausting. She tells me stories and I'm like, holy shit, that's a lot. Right. That is, because you have to have a whole story. It's not about sex. Right. It's about the illusion in the story that's sold with words or, or, uh, sensation,
0: yeah, and it's a I whole new beast. I I've talked to people that are, are in the BDSM community and that's some another I'm fascinated by it and I, I love talking Me too. <laughs> I, I I can't do it uh but I <laughs> it's it's, still, it's something interesting to 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 uh be as a spectator because I understand the relationship between the two people that are interacting the domination and the and the dom and the sub there there's yep. a very special relationship which you also touched on in one of the podcasts as far as there's certain signals Uh, while you're filming uh, a porn scene that you have with your partner to let let them know whether this is okay or not. Okay. Yeah. And it's the same in the BDSM world between the dom and the sub there. They have very, there's very specific communication style that they use.
2: And you know what? I would be one of those outsiders. You know how some people are introverts and they, they don't know when to come into a conversation and how to see the signs and, That's me. that's how I would be with fetish. I wouldn't know where the next move is because it's out of my element, but I'm going to pop some popcorns and sit on the sidelines and appreciate (laughs) the art. (laughs) I'm with you. I'll (laughs) I'll sit with you. We'll be bench warmers.
0: (laughs) And and that's the thing that I love about the podcast so much because I I had a chance to talk to people that were in the community and to ask all the questions that I had the same way that I'm going to be able to ask you now all the questions that I've had about, the adult industry and all the stuff that you do. It's, yeah. It's, it's the gift. It's the beautiful thing that, about podcasting.
2: Well, my goal, especially with that fan club uh, discord, I want to get more of my coworkers the porn stars, the cam models, free access into that room so they can have their point of view and it it would market them, market them at the same time. But I would like to know more perspectives and experts on the point. Yeah. So yeah. eventually it will come.
0: Right. <laughs> and uh, that was another thing that I noticed that as far as the, the podcast goes, very few times have you had like a, a guest on. Uh, you've had, I think maybe we three. We don't
2: usually program. do it.
0: Yeah. Is is that by design?
2: Yeah, uh I'm not really in an interview show. We'll do it once in a blue moon with one of our friends or an expert on the topic, and I don't know much about the topic, we'll do that. Or if somebody's filling in, because I like to have a co-host and mm-hmm. vice versa, she does too. If the opportunity arises, we will do it, but we don't look for it. I mean, I, the last one I did is how to be a porn star. And we were going through this book by Kelly Roberts and we didn't even have her on because I wanted the perspective of us giving our information. Cause sometimes when you do an interview, you can be biased to the person Mm -hmm. because you want to be on your best behavior and to Jocelyn and I, we can just be honest because that person isn't there where you have to like spare their feelings. Right. We just want to give you our, our truth on it. Okay. We don't want to sugarcoat it. And and a lot of people are busy and all that. So plus I, I, I just like it, me and Jocelyn, a lot of times. I'm selfish like that. Because <laughs> when you add somebody to the, to the element of the podcast, it, I get uncomfortable because I'm not sure what kind of person they are. And I told you if it's right. a girl. Right. I, I, I get scared. <laughs> Jocelyn doesn't get scared. She's a freaking bulldog. Oh, no,
0: no. I, I can't yeah. be scared of anything.
2: No, uh, she's not.
0: It's also hard to find out because with Jocelyn, you know, between the two of you, here's where the line is. Uh, a new person comes in. Where's their line? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It becomes weird and awkward. And, it
2: gets weird, awkward, and yeah. I just flow with her.
0: Yeah. You so, do a really job together. Thank you. Uh, and uh, one of the more recent ones you did, I think it was more recent. It's hard to tell because I binge listened to all of them, so it's kind of. I
2: I can't believe you! Like I am so <laughs> impressed. Like I'll listen to a show here and there, but you like binged talking dirty.
0: Right. Well, the the intention was to do here or there, uh, but but you drew me in, <laughs> so now I had. To-
2: it's working. You know, what? I think we were more intimate when it was just us and we didn't have the chat. Because we would get lost in the conversation. That is true, and it was beautiful. But I like the chat because I want the interaction. I want the different perspectives. Yeah. So it it can definitely have a different feel to it.
0: it it's still interesting. Now, it, it it does seem more uh, ADD as, as you were mentioning earlier with the with the chat. yeah.
2: If you're listening, absolutely. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, then you're right. You're up to date yeah
0: (laughs) no but you had the uh you you one of the podcasts you posted was a recording of uh it was a guy talking about the legal ramifications of was it ab something
2: ab5 and well it was gig related in the adult industry and i so when i go to these conventions i'll bring my recorder what my recorder, I bring my phone and put it on record and sit by the speaker. I know. Did I just go old school? I brought my recorder (laughs) cassette tape (laughs) and I'll sit by the speaker because that's content for my podcast. And I don't know how to reiterate it to such great detail. So I'll just record them. I don't even tell them I'm putting it up and I'll just (laughs) edit it together.
0: But the thing that struck me about that more than anything else was the way that, he was talking about the sex industry was just very matter of fact mm-hmm. and like I was saying earlier i I've got this whole kind of shame thing around me about uh, certain things shame. <laughs> the, just I guess the normalization of it is is nice. being able to talk about this as if it was a normal thing because it's it, it's a very normal thing, but it's, it's a normal it's, thing <laughs> but people would f- freak out people freak out needlessly for these kinds of for hearing that kind of stuff. But to be talking about it, matter of factly, this is the situation for, and this is how it affects these industries. And um, yes, it will affect uh, the cam girls more than it affects uh, these other girls and whatnot. And sure. The, the whole, everything being talked about as like a legitimate business is like, yeah, this, this, this should be more normalized because this is happening everywhere. And the fact, and, and, and I think that's the biggest thing that I, I enjoyed about the podcast that you do is that it, it's helping normalize it for me. Like the more I hear. And that's- Yeah.
2: That's what it should be. I mean, it, it should be a roundtable discussion. There shouldn't be shame to it. There should be an outlet where people can go and either escape reality, realize it's not sinful. Well, maybe in your religion it is. I don't, I don't know what you're practicing, but there should be open dialogue because if you have it go underground, it could be dangerous.
0: Mm, very yeah, because then all these thoughts and feelings everybody has gets pent up and then mm-hmm. there's not so good outlets uh, where it leads to bad things.
2: But don't get me wrong. There's bad humans in any industry, in, in any society that shouldn't be doing what they're doing. Right. I mean, look at Jeffrey Jeffrey Epstein, okay?
0: Yeah. So, oh, my God.
2: There is the bad, but you can weed that out if you have the dialogue going.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know how much time you have. You know what? <laughs> It's okay. I, I keep talking to you for for multiple multiple hours. Uh, this, <laughs> this is just good. Time. I feel
2: sorry for your listeners. <laughs> we'll just keep going. <laughs>
0: you'll sit there. You'll enjoy it, whether you like it or not.
2: Yeah, <laughs> take that in your earballs.
0: <laughs> so, what is what is the next big thing for you? Uh, getting mm-hmm. karaoke back on the ground, or oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah but that'll. That'll probably be back on in July or August. So I'm not really worried about that. I kind of like the time off, not doing it because it gave me time to get other things. But then I realized I needed alcohol and my friends. (laughs) So I'm over it. So I'd like karaoke to come back in the future. um, That's a good question. What am I looking forward to? You know, since business has been booming, I've been saving up, and I do Acorn people. I love Acorn, and it just takes monies on and saves up. This app, I, have you heard about it?
0: I have not. I'm, I'm starting to put it together based on what you're saying, but
2: yeah. So it's called Acorns. I think it's Acorns, and I've been doing it for the last five years. So now I'm just I'm saving up, getting a little nest egg together because hopefully the real estate will something will happen great and I can go out and, and purchase again. So I, I that's my future plans. And then of course, evolving Twitch and, and that's just a long time project. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a forever beast. <laughs> right. okay. So who knows what the future is going to hold, but my guilty pleasure is podcasting, getting the YouTube channel more relevant. Cause we just started doing the podcast over on video side and 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 maybe commercial property or or housing whatever
0: okay do you hope to grow the uh, adult social network into a bigger thing get more people signed on
2: well, yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> that that would be great. <laughs> but realistically, I feel like podcasting is more of a audio social media to me. Mm-hmm. And since I have my own product in place, that helps me move along my webcaming my phone where they can experience Rebecca Love. So it's it's a guilty marketing strategy at the same time but getting the information out there and being relevant in the adult community and do more seminars and have those teachable moments because for some reason it gives me the warm and fuzzies. They said I couldn't be a fucking teacher but I proved them wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, well it's been a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. I. Like this was I, fun. I, a lot more things I, we could have talked about but I want to I want to make
2: you know what? Have Jocelyn on. Have
0: Jocelyn. She'll blow your mind. I uh, I believe that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I said, uh, from my vanilla background, I don't know. Yeah, it could be interesting. <laughs> I
2: think your listeners would love it.
0: Yeah. All right. I'll, uh, I'll reach out to her. Okay. See how it goes. I'll
2: back you, man. All
0: right. I'll Thank back you. you. So much. Appreciate it.
2: <laughs> All right. Thank you.
0: Thank okay, you. Too-